0: Money, 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 money. It's time to learn a little bit about some money and finances today. We are featuring another anchor profile interview with Chris from Popcorn Finance. This is so fun for me. Hi, I'm Dr. Dan from Anchor Talk, and uh, we had a chance to uh, sit down and had an anchor interview with Chris a few evenings ago, and I love his name, Popcorn Finance, and. Asked him how he came up with that, and he tried uh, a, lot, a lot of names, and he thought, you know, he wanted to keep his segments uh, and themes very short, and uh, didn't want to get you know, too long, long-winded with them. And he thought, you know, in about the time it takes to uh, make some popcorn, that's how long you know, he wants to focus in on some quick, effective tips and information about finance. So, Popcorn Finance has a great website, popcornfinance.com and we talk about it in the interview, but check that out and see how he's embedded uh, his anchor episodes into his website. He actually took the RSS feed and then he uh, went ahead and registered it with Stitcher and then he embeds that in the uh, website interface. So very cool. Uh, he is a very smart guy and accountant. He has a heart for teaching us all ages uh, about stocks and bonds and investments. And as he points out in the interview, uh, back in the day, you know, we just worked for a company and just had a retirement and it was taken out of a check. And, you know, it was just in some mutual fund. We didn't really have to know about it or understand it, but it's a whole new day now and he brings all this financial information to light so we can learn from it, so we can make some wise financial decisions. So let's hear from Chris at Popcorn Finance. It's all about money, 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 money. Who
1: doesn't need financial advice? I know I do, and today we're featuring an Anchor Profile interview, part of our series, and we're going to learn about some finances. Uh, Like I said, we can all uh, benefit from that. Uh, We are on a quest here at Anchor Talk to do 100 Anchor Profile interviews in 2017. It's been an awesome journey. I just love getting to know the people of Anchor and uh, learning more about their personal background and also uh, their station, and uh, it's a great way to just highlight that. So today we have Chris from the anchor station Popcorn Finance. Chris, welcome to the profile interview. How are you?
2: I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on.
1: Hey, uh, I mentioned about the financial advice. Uh, It's something that we all need and can benefit from, like I said, uh, I love your name, first of all, Popcorn Finance. I remember seeing that kind of floating around uh, the, uh, the site, and I remember uh, liking it and listening to some of your uh, tips and advice on finance. Can you just share, first of all, how you came up with that name? I just love it. it it's fun.
2: Oh, yeah, thanks. I really appreciate that. Uh, for me, uh, I, have a, I have a short attention span, so um, I like to listen to audio that's like in short chunks. And um, so I knew I had I, wanted to do a, a podcast on personal finance, uh, and I just wanted something to kind of go along with the fact that I would want it to be these short little, you know, chunks of audio. And um, I just I just kept thinking and thinking and kind of trying out different names. And um, I don't know what triggered it, but uh, I, I thought of popcorn and how popcorn, it cooks really quickly. You know, it's like two to three minutes, um, and it's done. Right. And, and so I was like, oh, well, you know, popcorn, and I was like, well, popcorn money, I kind of played with a couple of ideas, and I came up with popcorn finance, just kind of just writing a bunch of ideas down, and I kind of liked the way it sounded together, and I was like, I think that kind of conveys what I wanted to, that I'm talking about finance in, in a short period of time.
1: Hey, I, I love it. I mean, I, I uh, enjoy branding, and I just think it's a brilliant name, so I just want to give you kudos on that. Very, very memorable and brandable. And oh, thank you. And especially as you describe that, uh, you know, it doesn't take long to make popcorn. So you brought up a great point there. Uh, Our attention span uh, has decreased. I heard that it's been cut in half at least in the last 20 years. And so we've become kind of a soundbite culture. Uh, Yeah, I don't know if people can even sit around and kind of take too much information in. There's just... A glut of information. Uh, So I think it's really helpful to have things in short nuggets and small uh, pieces.
2: Oh, yeah. No, I definitely agree because I I love podcasts and, you know, I I try to, you know, get a nice variety going, but so many are, you know, in the hour range and there's just not enough time in, in the day to really listen to all the things I want to. So, uh, sometimes I get disappointed because the shows I have to delete because I just can't keep up with the with the, the sheer number and the amount of time it takes to get through them all.
1: Oh no, that's a great point. So, so you're uh, an avid podcast listener, and uh, I think you mentioned to me that you you've always thought about doing your own podcast,
2: right? Uh, yeah, if, I've been listening to podcasts maybe since I don't know 2000 nine-ish, eight, nine, wow. I think exactly how long. It's, it's been a while, probably when I got my first um, iPhone. I think it was like a 3GS, and that from that point on, I was uh, hooked into podcasts because I, I've always had long commutes. So, um, man, it's always helped me get through the drive.
1: Oh, yeah, so and I've been listening to podcasts probably about that time, too. And, you know, I'm always sent links for webinars, you know. Okay, sit down, and it's just like, what, you you think I have time to sit down and watch a you know forty five minute webinar? No, I don't have that much time. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, podcast format. I mean, I, I just consume it. I'm, I'm semi obsessed in a good way. Uh, and so, and I love Anchor, of course, because it's it's kind of nice in Anchor. They give you that five minute limit, and then the call is one minute. So just by the nature of it, it kind of gives you those shorter uh, parameters, doesn't it?
2: Exactly, and and I really like it because it allows you to kind of jump around between stations because since most of the audio and the information is going to be in these, you know, five-minute chunks, you can kind of, you know, get get a few segments in of one person and go to someone else. You don't feel like you're, you're tied down to, you know, like I have 30 minutes, maybe I can listen to half of someone's show. You can kind of get through a few people in that time.
1: You know, as you say that, I realize that I'm listening less to some of the podcasts I used to listen to, and I listen to a mix and range of stations on Anchor now a lot more. Have you, have you shifted that way a little bit yourself, possibly?
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I see my, the little icon, the little number badge on my uh, podcast app going up every day because I'm spending more and more time on Anchor because it's easy to kind of get a good mix, whereas the podcast, I'm like, uh, I don't know if I, can, if I can keep up with this flow of uh, audio coming in. No, that's
1: true. So how did you find out about Anchor? And then uh, tell us a little bit about how you implemented. I mean, it's just a cool idea to, hey, I want to do a podcast, but there, there's a learning curve, and but but Anchor, you know, of course, makes it easy. How did you first get involved?
2: Well, I first found out about Anchor through um, through a site called The Verge. dot com. It's like a like a tech news uh, website, and I'm, I'm okay. I just I, I'm not in the tech industry, but I've always just really enjoyed technology and like uh, you know looking at different gadgets and advancements that are coming out. And so I was on their website, and um, they had an article on on Anchor. They were starting right. to use it as like a platform, I guess, to test a few different short form podcast ideas. And so I was like, oh, well, let me let me check this out. Sounds interesting. They talked about how you can make your own. And um, I had always thought about uh, about starting a podcast. I had actually uh, got the Twitter handle for Popcorn Fa- Finance, I think, three years prior to ever even starting this <laughs> this station on Anchor. Oh, great. And so I just had it sitting there. I hadn't done anything with it. So I was like, hey, well, maybe this, is, um, maybe this will work for me. So I downloaded the app. Uh, I checked it out. And um, I really liked the idea of everything being these short form chunks, like you said, these five-minute blocks of audio. And I already knew that whatever podcast I was going to do, I wanted it to be uh, very short and, and length. So I, I thought, you know what? This is so simple. I don't need to you know, sit at my desk with a microphone. I can just do it from my phone. It kind of removes a lot of that barrier to entry. So I decided to just give it a try and see what happened. Fantastic.
1: Well, uh, I know you filled out a little profile form for this interview and uh, I'm, I'm, you have popcornfinance.com, which again, I love the name. I just love it. And you've oh, got thanks. a great website here. Uh, and I see you've got your episodes here. Uh, that That's, you know what? I, I think it's impressive when you do your own podcast. You know, I, I, I you know, it's kind of right, maybe second to like, oh, you're a published author. It's just like, oh, you have your own podcast. <laughs> you know, <laughs> have you gotten oh, yeah. some good feedback uh, about that? Uh,
2: yeah, you know, I've. Uh, it, it's still it's funny to me because I've been listening to podcasts for so long. It feels like they're you know they're older. They're the a mature uh, like type of media, but it's still kind of I think. Pretty unknown in the mainstream still, so uh, it's still it's kind of weird when I tell someone who's never really listened to podcasts that you know I, I do one. So it's uh, it's uh, most of my feedback has come from a couple of friends that I have who um, who are pretty big listeners, and then from um, the people who've been listening to the show since it started. Um, but it's uh it, it's been a, it's been a fun experience. It's uh, it, I'm having a good
1: time doing it. Fantastic. Now, I, we're, we're kind of talking shop here a little bit, and then I want to get into finances, but I love the way on your uh, website, Popcorn Finance, it's very visually appealing, and I clicked on podcast, and you've got you know, a nice uh, image with each one, and it looks like uh, you have must have registered your RSS feed with Stitcher, is that right?
2: Did you do that on yes. your own? Uh, I did, because uh, Anchor, awesome. I think they only pushed out to a certain number of locations.
1: Right. Yeah, they they do, of course, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and I've seen uh, them do to Pocket Casts and Overcast, you know, two real popular apps. Of course, Stitcher is big too, so it uh, gives me an idea that I want to do a tutorial on our site, Anchor Talk, about how to do just what you did, because I, I'm kind of recognizing that you did that. Uh, And so the cool thing is it looks like you have added a nice little player from Stitcher right to your website, which looks really
2: nice. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I I was trying to figure out a way to add the audio um, because I I think Anchor had mentioned that they were having issues with their player not auto-playing through segments. So if you have multiple segments, it doesn't just continually play and people have to hit the next button to keep it going. And so um, a couple of the services that I've submitted the RSS feed for my show to they offer a player that you can embed directly onto your website. So I've been trying a couple of them. And so far, Stitcher's been one of the better ones I've tried.
1: Yes, yes. So, uh, hey, it, th- here's a here's cool thing, Chris, is that we're all learning from each other. And so, I mean, I, I'm just pointing this out so people can check out your website for content, but also see how you're using Stitcher. So, like I said, I will do a tutorial on this, and uh, it, it's a great idea. But, Great website, fantastic! Uh, I mean, you are really branding yourself at a high level here.
2: Oh, thank you, appreciate it. And you know, I want to give credit too uh, because the idea of of using the player I got from uh, Rex Barrett at the uh, the Maven's Top Three. Awesome. He he. Uh, I mean, I love his show. He has a great show. And um, I was looking at his website, and he submitted his podcast to Radio Public, and they offer a player, and that kind of got me started down the road of looking into submitting my podcast to more places and and using some of their tools that they have. So uh, I want to give him credit because I got the idea from him.
1: And so with Radio Public, and, and again, I'm just kind of asking you because we're all learning here, did you just submit the RSS feed to Radio Public? Uh,
2: Yes. Uh, The the process was pretty similar for most of the services I've used up to this point, where you just go into the site, they ask you for some details about your show, uh, and then they um, ask you to paste in the RSS feed, which I received from Anchor when I originally signed up. And, right. uh, and created the podcast to you know through their service. They provided me with the RSS feed, and that's what I've been using to submit to these uh, different websites.
1: Awesome. And I see you're on SoundCloud as well, and you did kind of a similar thing with that too?
2: SoundCloud, um, I have to manually upload my audio, actually, to SoundCloud. Okay. They don't gotcha. allow uh, an RSS feed to be uploaded into their site. So I have to, that's yeah, a I manual process. Okay, I didn't think so,
1: but... Yeah, well, what's very impressive here, I mean, you have, with each episode, listen and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play Store, Hanker, Radio Public, and SoundCloud, and then you got the player from Stitcher. So, I mean, you know, everyone has their, their zone where they feel comfortable, and so uh, you're just making it very easy for people to access your content.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to give them a low barrier to to entry. I want to make it as easy as possible because I know everyone has their own preferred app they like to use.
1: Yeah, fantastic. Well, uh, thank you for sharing that, Uh, and that's something that I will definitely pass on and give you kudos and credit. And, yeah, Rex from Maven's Top 3 is awesome. Just had an opportunity to interview him this weekend, so uh, we'll give him a kudos. Shout out to Rex. Awesome. So oh, let me yeah, ask sure. you, Chris, uh, let, let's turn now towards finance. That's uh, your theme. Uh, tell us about your background. Uh, I know you're an accountant, and so that just comes natural to you, and then obviously you have a, a high level of expertise
2: in this area. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so I went to school and studied finance. Uh, I actually started as an art major my first semester and a half. I was an okay. art major in college. Uh, I did art in high school, and that, that's kind of helped me a little bit with designing the logo and stuff from the, the little bit of experience. I'm not, you know, I'm not an artist, but from the little bit of experience I've had in art. And uh, But once I got there, I realized uh, it really wasn't really for me. I wasn't as passionate as a lot of the other students, and, um, it, you know, I think we were right in the middle of the financial crisis, and I was like, I just need to find a job. So I, was, I uh, decided, yeah. to, um, you know, maybe let me look around and decide what, what really interests me other than, than art. And I took a personal finance class. I think it it filled fulfilled one of like my general education uh slots and it was just really interesting. A lot of the information I had never learned. It was just you know the basics of budgeting and um what stocks are um how to invest like just like very basic uh, beginner knowledge but it was it was so foreign to me and but also so interesting it kind of drew me in. And from I think it was once I finished that class, I went and I changed my major officially to finance. And um, I got my degree in finance from Cal State Fullerton out here in Southern California. And um, I actually got my emphasis in financial planning because my goal was to become a financial planner once I graduated. And uh, once I got out of school and started applying for jobs, I realized that the the career path was very much um, sales-focused. It, it was pretty much dependent on you getting as many people as you knew to become your clients to get as much of the money as you could to push as okay. many of the project products as they sold. And it just, I just wasn't really comfortable with the sales aspect of it. That's not really my personality. I'm not uh, really into selling. And so I was kind of disappointed because I really loved learning about personal finance. and I loved teaching about it. I, I used to, you know, sit my friends down and you know tell them what I've learned and help them set up their budgets and. Um, at work, I would um, help everyone set up their 401k plans and explain the different options that were available, how they worked, what what do they mean. I really enjoyed that aspect of it, but the career path didn't really kind of fit who I was. So right. uh, I, somehow I ended up as a, as an accountant. That was the next thing I could turn my finance degree into was, uh, was accounting. So uh, ever since then, I've been doing um, – payroll and budgeting supervision for uh, different government organizations as my, my main job. But I uh, still have always had that passion for for finance and have been trying to figure out a way to, you know, incorporate that back into my life.
1: Well, awesome. So give us uh, – uh, thanks for sharing that. Give us uh, maybe a little taste of some of the things that you like to uh, highlight in your show. I know you're keeping it short, kind of popcorn uh, short size, Uh, Give us some ideas of
2: some of the things you cover. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the the whole premise behind my show is, um, you know, we discuss finance issues that we all deal with and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. And so I want to cover, you know, all the things that we kind of come across in our own personal lives, but make it very um, approachable, make it very um, accessible for anyone who wants to learn. And so I, I try not to get overly technical, but give enough background and, um, and understanding behind the different things that we're going to deal with. So um, one of the things we're working on right now is, an, I call it Investing 101. It's a, a series of episodes, and each cover a different kind of topic in, in the investing world. So, so far, I've done episodes on, like, what a stock is, what a bond is. Um, yes. What is the stock market index, like the, the Dow Jones Industrial Average giving that foundation and the idea is that I want to create these like stepping stones so that I give the foundation for uh, these different areas so that way they can build upon each other. Because I can't explain to someone what uh, a mutual fund is if you don't first understand what a stock is, what a bond is and how those items are um, working within like a mutual fund, which would be a collection of stocks and bonds that you can invest in for diversification. So I'm trying to create um, almost like a course, like a class so that way you can yeah. slowly gain the knowledge and be able to work your way up to those bigger, higher-level concepts that sound crazy and complicated, but they're really not that bad once you get the foundation. That's why no, the biggest it, thing we're working on.
1: Yeah. Well, and I'm looking at your website here, and I see the different articles uh, and, you know, the podcasts that you have, uh, like you said, in investing and bonds and stock. And uh, it's interesting. I see you have some tags on there, and you have uh, – you know, business and investing and then millennial. Uh, and, I mean, that, that's kind of cool because, you know, a lot of the younger people, uh, they may not know what really, you know, a stock or bond is, especially how they may can use it in a financial uh, way,
2: right? Yeah, I think, I think you're exactly right. And I think one of the big reasons is uh, we're seeing kind of in our, in, in our generation now the end of the pension. The, the pension's kind of going away and most companies are shifting to a, a work sponsored plan, like a 401k or like a 457 plan. Right. And it's requiring the, the everyday person to understand a little bit more about investing because with the pension, companies putting in money, you as an employee may be putting into money, but you don't have to worry about where that money's going. You just know that if you work X amount of years, you're going to get X amount of dollars when you retire and, you're going to get that for life. It doesn't matter how much money you put in, you're going to get a benefit for the rest of your life. So you didn't have to be too involved in your retirement. But now that yeah, now that that burden is now upon the individual. And so you're given this sheet of paper with a list of, you know, um, typically they're going to be these types of you know, mutual funds or ETFs or, um, that you have to then decide to put your money into, and they just give you a generic name and a code. And you're supposed to go ahead and figure out what you're supposed to do with, with this information. And so I think now it's more important than ever for us to have a stronger basic understanding of investing because it, it, your, your livelihood depends on it. What's going to happen to you after you decide to stop working is dependent upon how well you handled your money and how well you invested it, um, you know, while you were working. So I think for the millennial, that's now a part of a mandatory part of your life. You're going to have to know how to do that, where maybe your parents, they may have a pension or maybe not, or maybe they're grandparents and, you know, they may not understand it enough to be able to explain it to you. So you're on your own to kind of figure out that information.
1: No, that's a great point. Uh, so we the earlier we learn it, but, you know, it's not just for the millennials, I guess. I mean, you know, like you said in the past, it was like, okay, we've got this pension plan and that you really didn't need to know the the best mix of mutual funds or whatever. Yeah, but now it's a whole new world, you know, since the Internet. And, I mean, you've got things like E-Trade and stuff. I mean, the, there was always this huge barrier before, but now there's so many ways people can get involved, can't they?
2: Oh, yeah. It's, it it, it has it opened up completely. Um, actually, I did an episode, uh, I think it's maybe episode 17 on automation, and one of the items I touched on was uh, there's uh, more and more apps that are coming out for your phone, that uh, utilize what they're calling like a robo-investor. It's like a, an automatic uh, like investing system to where you don't have to think about it. You connect an account to it, and as you spend money, it, deter- it kind of monitors your patterns, and then it will take certain small increments out of your paycheck or out of your bank account, actually, and then put that into an investment account, and then it will, um, you know, invest it per your decision. You may say, hey, I want to put it into this specific fund that they offer, and then, it just takes the money out. You don't have to think about it, and it places it into this account. And it's this weird hands-off approach where you don't even have to go speak to a person at all. You just sign up on the app, and it just kind of runs itself. So the, the landscape of, you know, how investing is actually um, handled and approached by people now is completely shifting.
1: Yeah, no, that, that's a great point. Uh, now, what about – you know, things like just personal savings, uh, personal budgeting. I mean, I heard some alarming statistics recently that in America, like two-thirds or maybe it was even three-quarters of people are probably just within a month of just, I mean, they just don't have the backup, you know, plans, uh, you know, something happened to really make it financially. they just kind of essentially working paycheck to paycheck.
2: Yeah. It, it, it's it's alarming the numbers you hear, and I mean, for me, the majority of my life, I I put I myself in that category. That even though I had the knowledge, um, I, I've been in in large amounts of debt. I know uh, my wife and I we had to cover our wedding costs uh, ourselves. Um, we you know we didn't really have a lot of help starting out, so we racked up a ton of debt in the beginning. And I think for, for most of us, you get distracted by the day to day life, and I'm seeing more and more people um now trying to evaluate what they're going to do financially. How how do they how they spend their money to make these changes in their life because we're in a position now where retirement is, is on it's all on us. Again, you know, going back to that. And right, we have to really plan and think about how we handle our finances because the savings rate is very low. Most people aren't taught how to save. It's not really part of your life. We we live in a very um you know, consumer focused society. It's, it's part of life. I mean, that's how, you know, that's how we're marketed to. That's the, the life we live in. That's what we see other people do. So it's really hard to develop this habit of um, saving and, and passing up on, you know, the newest things that are out there. So um, I think that's just a very, it's a very difficult situation right now. That um, I think it takes a lot of time and education and practice to break the cycle that we're in. And so I, I hope through through doing this podcast maybe to, to point out some of those things and encourage people to to maybe move towards, you know, budgeting, planning, making saving a, a bigger part of your lives in order to make a change and break the cycle of, you know, living paycheck to paycheck because in the end it, it's just a stressful life to live. I know I've, I've done that for many years. and it's, it's very stressful. It takes a lot out of you. And um, it just takes some practice and time to kind of get out of that routine.
1: Well, and it's all about, you know, building confidence and having uh, I guess bits of knowledge that then you kind of connect and it's just like, well, wait a second. Okay. I I can figure this out after all a little bit. Right.
2: Exactly. Yeah. When it, when it seems scary, it seems uh, unapproachable. It seems too far out of your reach. So I think you just kind of, you just kind of say, I I give up. I don't even want to try because it seems too hard, but I think the the more education that we can put out there, the more uh, things that are accessible to people in an easy to understand way, I think it makes it more encouraging and more empowering to to the everyday person to say, hey, you know what, I can do this. I, I, I can figure out what a what a stock is, what a mutual fund is. I can understand how to set up a budget and uh, plan out every month how I'm going to spend my money. So I think it's just, you know, making it approachable and um, easy to access.
1: Well, hey, I know that uh – a lot of people are, 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 have been blessed and will be blessed by your content. And, uh, you know, it's just really great to meet you. Again, I, your website is awesome. And so if you could just share the best ways for people to contact you outside of Anchor. Of course, on Anchor, it's just popcorn finance. I mean, they, they can find you pretty easily. So what about outside of Anchor?
2: What's the best way to connect with you? Outside of anchor, I would say, um probably uh Instagram and Twitter I'm trying to make myself be more uh, uh more of a user of social media. I just got a lesson from my uh my brother and uh, and his girlfriend how to use Instagram because apparently I was using it wrong, but uh, <laughs> uh that's probably <laughs> the best way to get a hold of me uh, because i, okay. I try to, I try to check that pretty often and um I've gotten a few kind of uh, messages and requests from people through there so That'd be the best way to reach me on Instagram. I'm Pop Finance, and on Twitter it's Popcorn Finance. So I believe you can search for Popcorn Finance on either of the two platforms, and, uh, and it'll come up.
1: Fantastic! And of course, I mentioned earlier, PopcornFinance.com is your website, and you have an About section and a contact form there as well. Uh, great job, Chris! Uh, you 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 are rocking it out here. You you are doing fantastic.
2: Oh, thank you. I really appreciate it. And I think thanks for this uh this platform and this uh uh this series of interviews that you're doing. It's it, it's really fun to be a part of it and to uh, listen to what you've done with other people as well. Well,
1: you know, it's uh the call in feature is fantastic and the fact that you can, you know, add that to your station if you want, and make it part of an episode. And I see that a couple of your episodes if someone asked a question and I think you responded to it. So it's very stimulating, you know, just to be creative and and know that you have an audience that you're responding to. But if uh, all we did in life was just leave each other voicemail messages, you, you know, after a while, you know, it's a lot easier to just be able to talk, you know. So exactly. an interview is, is just a great way to get to know uh, each other. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's cool that uh, people are listening to some of the interviews and, and really getting to know uh, the members. So, and I hope this is a great uh, you know highlight for you too. So thanks for being part of our series. And uh, I just want to, uh, remind people that you can easily be part of our Anchor Profile series. All you have to do is go to anchorinterviews.com, just like Chris did. It was pretty easy, right, Chris?
2: Oh, yeah, super easy.
1: Okay, cool. Uh, and I didn't pay you anything to say that,
2: right? <laughs> no, not a pity. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: no, it's just a landing page. You, you just find a time that you know available and uh, fill out a little information, and I call you through the Anchor app. And the, the cool thing is the Anchor Elves, they've been – Recording this the whole time, Chris, and I know know you work with the interview feature, too. It's just just pretty cool that then I can just kind of add that to the station and uh, really cool. And as I shared uh, with Chris before our our actual interview here on a pre-interview, all of our Anchor Profile interviewees are going to be part of our Anchor Voices collaborative book project. And you can uh, check out some of our past episodes uh, recently about that. But we were putting a book together about the Anchor community, and we're accepting audio submissions. Uh, And you can join our Facebook group on that, AnchorVoices.com. So, Chris, you're going to be featured in the book, Anchor Voices. That's going to be kind of cool, right?
2: Uh, That's very exciting. I'm I'm really excited to see how that project turns out once once you've gone through all your interviews. Yes,
1: well, we're gonna for sure put the first 50 in, and you're about, I think, 19. So you're in the book, baby. Not nice.
2: in. <laughs> okay.
1: Hey, Chris, it's great to meet you. Uh, I think you're our first West Coast, uh, Southern California uh, profile. So that's pretty cool. You're representing the full, full USA here now. <laughs> nice. Happy to
2: help you cover this side of the country.
1: There you go. Well, hey, we will be tuning into your show and, and I love to, uh, curate. And so I will definitely be popping onto your station and adding some content. And, uh, thanks again for giving us some tips about how you're using Stitcher. And I want to encourage people to check out your website at popcornfinance.com.
2: Oh yeah, definitely. No problem at all. And think thanks for, uh, think, thanks for the plug there. appreciate it.
1: <laughs> okay. Thanks, Chris. Uh, uh, I, I'm 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 kind of hungry. I think I'm going to go uh, pop some popcorn. <laughs>
2: Always you know? a great idea.
1: <laughs> hey, there you go. Okay, hey, you take care. We'll see you on anchor.
2: Oh, you too. Okay, bye-bye. bye bye.
1: Bye.